I'm Ryan. I'm Oscar. And this is The Sound Project. I want to let you know we have some awesome recording studio tours coming up. So make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on these amazing videos. All right. So part of our process is we always ask our clients for inspiration shots um, to then. And that goes into our 3D photorealistic renderings. And we always tell people like those inspiration shots can be, you know, anything like some people have sent us restaurants, family rooms, like it could be other studios. Um, but what I want to talk about today is how you take those inspiration shots and how like what your thought process is from. All right. These are the things that are in the client's head, like then how do you get to something that is unique to that client? Yeah. So, um, it's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty fun process and we're kind of one of our big, uh, you know, design philosophies, I suppose, yeah. is that we try and make every unique, every room as unique as possible. Right. And not even just, you know, unique for the sake of being unique, but just because every client is unique and yeah. their goals of what they want the room to look and sound like are going to be just as unique as, you know, every other client of ours. Sure. Um, and so getting those inspiration images and talking about what their vision is and honing in on that is a big part of our process. Mm -hmm. So with the renderings, like they've honestly changed a lot and that's like mostly been because of the way that you've been doing the renderings. But, um, do you want to talk about how the rendering started with Hyrostick designs and then like what the process is like now? Yeah. So we start, we started doing the renderings for our, our client, Tori Kelly, mm -hmm. and where that was back when I was an intern. We talked about this in an episode that I, you know, where you interviewed me a bit before. Yeah. But um, but it started just because Tori wanted to, she, were, she was picking between a few different, you know, design options for her space, and she really was having trouble visualizing it. Right. And so then, you know, we tried to, we decided it'd be helpful to show her to it and show it to her in an actual 3d model mm -hmm. um and so at the time you know we were using a free version of sketchup and a free plugin you know a free rendering engine that comes that uh that is available online for it yeah and the renderings would take you know 10 plus hours yeah. at least and depending on like you know how complicated the room was how many renderings you were going to do it, was, mm -hmm. it would get pretty pretty lengthy um and so it's come a long way since then where yeah. we're using a program called um Inscape that is a it's a rendering engine that's compatible with SketchUp and a few different 3D modeling softwares, okay. and uh, it allows you to do a lot more rendering in real time. So it can sure. make, help you make changes and really really iterate on the design yeah. uh, easily and quickly. Um, and so we're able to kind of go through iterations of desi different design elements mm -hmm. pretty fast now, yeah. um, and where we can kind of anything that we're visualizing, it's pretty it's pretty doable to mm -hmm. to to execute. The other thing that's really cool is I don't know if you guys could do it with the older software, but at least with Inkscape, like mm -hmm. there was one room that is actually even in your examples, but that you did like an actual walkthrough. So it's like, if we have a VR headset, someone can actually walk through their studio now before it's even built, which is super cool. Yeah. Which we've, we've been doing a lot on, on projects lately where kind of showing, yeah, video walkthroughs of it, of kind of like what it looks as you're panning around the room or as you're walking around the room. Yeah. And so it kind of just helps give a sense of space. And for, you know, for that project in particular, they used it for a marketing material for, yeah. for, for crowdfunding, for funding the project. Yep. And so it helps kind of communicate the, 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 the design to mm -hmm. everybody on the team, even the people from their team that we're not talking with all the time. For sure. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I know that you prepped um, a couple of examples, so let's go ahead and go through those. Yeah. So, so I know for this, we really want we really want to talk about kind of from inspiration to renderings, so people yeah. giving us their inspiration, and then us processing that into renderings, mm -hmm. and then also a big part of the process 
is once we do that first batch of renderings, iterating on it. Because right. a lot of times we what we tell clients is like our first iteration is us digesting their inspiration shots right. and putting something out, but we're aware that that might not be what the final you know goal is going to be or what sure. it ends up you know what we end up uh, the direction we end up going in. For and sure. That's totally fine. That's a good thing to you know iterate on yeah. the design and potentially go in a new direction or mm-hmm. you know change things where we need to. Yeah. Um, you know we're not we don't have a lot of ego with that. You know right. we're, we're just trying to execute their 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 vision. Mm-hmm. And so if they want to change it, we're happy to do that. You yeah. Know? Um, but so. Starting off, I thought we'd it'd be good to look at Grand Rapids first. Yeah. Um, first, uh, it's one of our favorite projects. It's for a church up in Grand Rapids uh, called Grand Rapids First, and where they're building a recording studio. Yeah. And it's one of our favorite projects for a number of reasons. Yeah. Um, where one of the big ones is that they're they're doing the studio um, in honor of one of their worship ministers who passed away yeah. from from cancer i believe a few years ago mm-hmm. um, and she was this amazing worship leader and one of her goals and one of her uh you know things that she wanted to do with life was inspire the next generation of worship leaders yeah. and of musicians to uh to 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 be able to you know lead worship yeah and so they started this uh studio studio 333 mm-hmm. in honor of her um, and so it's been a really special project for us to be a part yeah. of because we know how much it means to their community and how mm-hmm. much it's come to mean to us as well. For sure. Um, but so it's this really special project where it's, you know, changing up a few different, uh, you know, a few different rooms in their, in their current church space mm-hmm. and turning it into a, you know, a pretty grand three, four room recording studio with a lounge. Um, and then this image is actually a rendering from the lounge, right. um, where that's kind of where they're going to be hanging out. But that mattered to them as well. So that was part of our rendering process too. Sure. Um, but so looking at their space, their initial um, renderings, they gave us a really strong set of inspiration images Okay. where they gave us all these photos individually, but then they kind of created this collage and where it really, you can get a sense of, there's like a unified kind of style going on here. You yeah. know, it's very bright, very um, kind of airy light. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really, really helpful. We kind of look at the way that this project has gone. It's not even finished yet. It's getting right. constructed right now. We kind of look at it a lot of as kind of like the archetype, the yeah. archetype of how, uh, you know, how we want the design process to go, where they gave us a really strong set of inspiration images. It was very clear what their vision was, and mm-hmm. we were able to kind of go from there. Sure. And so some particularities for this one, they wanted it to be grand. They mm-hmm. wanted to have kind of like this larger-than-life feeling, like that feeling of when you're going into a church um, kind of like, you know, stepping into like a cathedral, something like right. larger than life. Um, they kind of, they loved, they wanted to have that sense of it. Um, they wanted it to be warm. And so a lot of their studios had kind of like these like natural wood tones and aesthetics to it. Sure. Um, they wanted it to feel warm and comfortable. They also wanted it to be light where they really mm-hmm. wanted it to be bright and have like a sense of natural light and a sense of like comfort and airiness to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and so all that sounded great to us. You know, we, yeah. were, we were really excited about it as well. Um, and so this was our first batch of renderings. Or no, just kidding. Clean and professional was the other one where right. they wanted it to be very sleek, um, easy to work with, and feel very sleek and professional. This was our first batch of renderings where this was their control room. Um, kind of like we said, it was they, they. Uh, this was the studio was done in honor of their worship leader who had passed away mm-hmm. and she had a tattoo of an ellipses on her arm. Yeah. And so we tried to include that as a part of the design a lot. It was including three circles mm-hmm. where we had like these three circular light fixtures on the top. 
Um, and then in, we incorporated it later on in the design as well. Sure. But so they really liked like this like kind of white studio look with uh, kind of like the uplighting on the side lights or on the on the side on the wall treatment. Um, and then this was the look for the live room where it was kind of like this big cathedral ceiling, these great yeah. tall uh, ceilings um, with these. We 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 introduced like these wood elements, these wood uh, kind of curved diffusers on the ceiling. Sure. And they they liked these renderings, but they had like you know a few notes of how to change it and where they they liked the wood tones but they were like we really think we want to stick with like the white mm -hmm. kind of very light feeling and so this is what the studio what that look became where it was kind of a similar idea but then a sure. lot whiter a lot um lighter we added some backlit led lighting mm -hmm. on lots of the panels and um uh changed the color scheme to be a bit lighter sure um and then eventually it became this where yeah where they we're saying like, you know, we added some elements like this, uh, you know, station for keyboards and synthesizers on the side. Mm -hmm. um, we introduced Dolby Atmos into the space as well. Um, we introduced more lighting around the walls where you can see like the ellipses yep. theme kind of carries forward where lots of their lights are in groups of three. Um, and then this is what the live room ended up looking like where yep. we simplified a lot of kind of the design approach where they wanted it to be a bit more sleek, more kind of streamlined. Um, and we simplified it a little bit. Yeah. But so it's just a fun process of iterating on designs and kind of like honing in on what a client wants where sure. I wouldn't say our, you know, initial round was bad. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just different from what they wanted, you right. know, and then or it was, you know, they saw it and then it sparked some ideas of what they wanted to change. And sure. then we were able to move forward from that. This is one that, so I've seen like the finalized renderings and things, and I talk about it pretty frequently, especially like in my church projects. Um, but I had never seen the original rendering. So it's like really crazy that like, I've just been working with this image in my head. And right. so like seeing where it originated from and seeing the like inspiration shots that they initially sent, it's kind of cool to see like, all right, yeah, I can totally see where those inspiration shots are worked into their studio, but this studio doesn't look anything like any of those studios either. So right, it becomes its own thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other thing that I want to call out is in the control room. Um, so like the SSL duality was like in there throughout the whole process. So like, is that the console that they're getting? And like, are you intentionally putting the gear that you know they're getting into the room? Yeah, that's, that's the console that they're going to have. So we're able cool. to kind of create yeah, create those, uh, the actual gear that they're going to have and show what it's going to feel like and what it's going to look like in there. Nice. Um, and then those are the speakers that they're going to have in there as well from Genelec, um, as well as that's even the custom desk that their producer desk that they're going to have, um, in the back of the space where it's going to be housing some, uh, some, some outboard gear, Sure. but it's going to be a customized desk. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll go ahead and let you move on to the next one. Yeah. And then also, you know, looking back, these are a few of the iterations that we went through yeah but they weren't all of them you know where they were right. you know they were probably you know total you know nine or ten different you know iterations of lots of it was tweaking small things you know sure. tweaking lighting schemes of oh let's add a you know down lighting here let's remove down lighting here mm -hmm. but it goes through a lot of iterations which is a yeah. fun part of the process <laughs> that's awesome yeah um the next one's another one of our favorites it's uh tim henson yep um it's always an exciting one just because, you know, Tim's such a cool artist, such mm -hmm. a great artist. But the work he does with Polyphia is pretty amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a studio we did in uh, Prosper, Texas, in his home studio, in his home. Um, and it was a spare bedroom that he had mm -hmm. that he was 
turning into a control room and a uh, and a small and a small isolation booth. Right. Um, this one's one of our favorites because the inspiration images he gave us wasn't images. It was one image. It right. was just a picture of this living room that he really really liked, and he said he kind of like it serves as his inspiration for like his house and just yeah. for like the vibe he's going for in his home that he really wanted to emulate it for for the studio, um, and so. It's one of those where not every project's the same, where right. some clients are kind of like Grand Rapids first or most clients are sending us, you know, a huge Pinterest board mm-hmm. of, you know, here's a hundred studios I like and here's what I like, here's what I don't like, here's what I do like. He kind of had like a very solid, insp- like, you know, image of vision of what he wanted in his space. Sure. And uh, that's enough for us to work from as well. Yeah. Um, and this one, it always makes me think of the, uh, of the, of the, the office episode when <laughs> Dwight's teaching Ryan how to, he's teaching him his sales techniques and yep. he's, and he says, Michael always says, keep it simple, stupid hurts my feelings every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, but we, you know, it's one of those where you really don't need to, you know, if the client has a particular vision in mind, if they know yeah. what they want, you can kind of just design around that and mm-hmm. you can game plan that and we can show, you know, instill confidence by showing you right. know by showing them their vision you right. know by showing them ex- showing showing them it executed and that's one that like i talk about tim's all the time on my calls just because of the fact that it's like when people ask about oh what do people send for like the inspiration shots and it's like well tim literally sent us a single picture of a living room <laughs> and we got there so right. <laughs> um and same deal with like i don't know i don't think chrissy's a part of this uh presentation but like for her inspiration shot she sent a bunch of restaurants just because that's what she liked the vibe of right so, yeah uh, yeah yeah and so yeah we're always getting you know we're getting any kind of architecture. I've yeah. had somebody somebody sent us the Coliseum once. Yeah. <laughs> that was their inspiration. There <laughs> you, you know? go. And so it's just things that inspire them of things sure. that we're gonna be, you know, pulling design elements from. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But so this was the first round of inspiration of uh renderings for it. Nice. Um, you know, where it was kinda like that stark white and black. Um and then it only took really one round of iterations where we decided to add in that slat wall that mm-hmm. they had been that they had been talking about, and so again, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. His uh his inspiration image had a slat wall. He really appreciated it, and so we're like, let's just let's include something like that in it. Yeah. And so, and obviously, you know, we show them how to take that concept mm-hmm. and put it into acoustical, you know, something that will work acoustically in sure. a recording studio space. And so, you know, we added, you know, a ceiling cloud to deal with, you know, some axial room modes from floor to ceiling. Uh, you know. Uh, a base trap around the horizontal soffit of the room, mm-hmm. base trapping in the corners of the space. Um, the slat wall is, you know, has six inches of insulation behind it. Right. And so we make sure we add the details that are going to matter acoustically. Sure. Um, but yeah, but this is always a cool space of, you know, keep it simple. Yeah. And that's something too, like, as you're talking about, you know, we're thinking of it acoustically while you're also thinking aesthetically. Um, and it kind of just takes the interior design to a next level because it's not just the design. You're also having to think, okay, if I'm doing this design, like how am I going to incorporate treatment into this then too? Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, and always just, you know, letting a lot of what we have is, uh, we tell clients kind of like the building blocks that they have, like you need mm-hmm. base trapping, you need, you know, uh, you need, diffusion in a space you need ceiling clouds you need blah, sure. blah. we let them know of like kind of those building blocks but there's a lot of aesthetic ways to pull those off and right. so we're able to show a lot of that with the renderings sure of kind of how you can use those building blocks into something that fits with your aesthetic goals 
So with um, Grand Rapids, you said, you know, there are multiple revisions versus Tim's. There are maybe only two revisions. Um, like is what's the average number of times like that you guys, you know, send out a first pass and then the client yeah. comes back and says like, all right, yeah, we need to change this. Like how many revisions do you guys tend to do? Yeah, I'd say we usually have a total batch of like around, you know, eight to t like 10 ish sure. rendering batches. I usually, when I'm looking back through old, old project folders, mm -hmm. it's usually like around 10 folders of, you know, different batches of renderings. Sure. Um, but a lot of those, it kind of depends on what you consider a like kind of a new iteration. I'd say right. as far as like full iterations of like finding in the design approach, it's mm -hmm. usually like, you know, less than five, like sure. three to five. Um, but then there's, you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier of adding lights, mm -hmm. maybe saying, what if we used this darker gray fabric instead of that lighter gray one? Or, right. you know, could we see a different, a few different flooring options where some of those might not be, you know, full on different iterations, but they require, you know, a new batch of renderings. Sure. Um, and those are just as important as well. You know, that picking the flooring is always a huge one. And we'll talk right. about it in a minute when, in our next example, mm -hmm. but, um, cause there's so many different flooring options you can have and they can look so drastically different and they really change the vibe of a room. Sure. So before moving on to the next one, like, do you remember, are there like two or three things that you could call out? And I know you've done a bunch of rendering since you did this one. Mm -hmm. Um, but are there certain aspects uh, from the inspiration shot that you remember? Okay. I'm picking out that specific, um, characteristic and I'm translating it into the rendering. Yeah. It was definitely the wood slat wall was okay. kind of like the big, um, focal point of the room was cool. that kind of that was the striking one of how and the con the contrast of it with the uh with the white with the white walls with sure. the white in the room um and so that was kind of like the idea was for that to be the focal point of the room yeah. and to make sure that it was an acoustical detail as well where mm -hmm. it's you know it's wood slats but it's acoustically trans they're mounted on acoustically transparent fabric right with acoustical materials behind them sure and so uh making sure that it's still you know an acoustical detail sure cool yeah. all right let's go ahead and move on to the yeah. next one and then, and then this is how that room ended up looking. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. Cool. That one's like the perfect example of like taking the rendering to the real one. And it's like kind of almost do a second take of like, whoa, that one was the rendering. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, and it's, and it's just such a comfortable room to be in. Like it always, yeah. it just looks so fun to like nice to be sitting in and jamming. Yeah. Out, especially in all of his videos that he does of his guitar videos. Yep. I just like, that looks great. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and so then the last one I thought we'd look at would be Josh Dunn's project from mm -hmm. Josh Dunn from 21 pilots. Um, we did his recording studio in Columbus, Ohio yep. as longtime fans of the, of the <laughs> channel will be aware of. Um, <laughs> but his studio was a ton of fun and kind of the theme that I was, the reason that I wanted to talk about his was that it was a cool opportunity for us to collaborate mm -hmm. with, um, other people that were other yeah. designers that he was working with. Um, and so it was a cool kind of we a lot of times as you were talking about of how the renderings play such a big role in the interior design of a space a lot of this time a lot of the times we end up kind of being the de facto interior designers for yeah. the space where we're making fabric selections and you know kind of guiding them on those those types of details mm -hmm. on this project we kind of served in that purpose sure. but um as we were going through the project we'll start with this slide um we knew that they were that Josh and Debbie, his wife, Debbie, mm -hmm. they were having a, they had a sunroom above the, the, the space where the studio was going to go in yep. that they were having one of their friends, Dabs Mila, who are pretty 
you know, famous muralists, mm-hmm. um, they were designing a mural for their sunroom above the studio. Right. And so and when Gavin heard that, he said, you know, he gave him the idea of, why don't we just continue that pattern downstairs mm-hmm. and use that in the basement? And so then they loved that idea and we ended up, you know, that ended up being a huge part of the design of how cool the space ended up being. Sure. Um, and so it was a, it was an interesting one where these are like, you know, that's the main focal point of the space is right. just that design. And so that was a lot of what the artists were doing. But, you know, our lighting scheme mattered with mm-hmm. it. What we did on the ceiling mattered with it. What was happening on the flooring mattered with it. Yeah. And so it was interesting of going through the iterations of the design of seeing how their mural played with our design and yeah. vice versa. Um, but we can all start at the beginning with this one. So for his space, he had a, it was going to be a control room, a live room for his drums, and mm-hmm. then a small isolation booth yep. um, for, for vocals. But he had this really strong vision of the control the control room being this sleek modern mm-hmm. um kind of like angular panels led lighting going on yeah kind of like this i think he called it like a spaceship kind of vibe almost okay. like he really wanted it to have like this modern led lighting look but then he wanted the live room to be this fun kind of zany yeah. like mad scientist lab almost like kind of like just like a fun playground for him to play with that there was a one point when we were toying with the idea of having a climbing wall in the live room <laughs> if the, if there was a big enough space sure um but where he wanted it to be funny he wanted to have like this sense of fun and just cool vibes you know cool. and so we, we we threw around a lot of different ideas about how to do that like i said the climbing wall was the one that i was the most excited about i'm yeah. a climber <laughs> um and so that ever since we threw that idea around that's been one of my goals is to have a studio with a climbing wall in it there you go um but like i said what we ended up doing was gavin had the idea to have dabs myla create a mural for the downstairs right and then we would have that image the image for that mural printed on acoustically transparent fabric and um and then mount acoustical treatment on sure or, uh, on top of that um and so it made for a really fun rendering process as we went through that um, and so this was our initial rendering for the control room. Yeah. And uh, this one didn't end up changing it, son. We changed yeah. a couple of small things here and there with it. Um, but this was the main kind of the vibe of the room where mm-hmm. it was like these angular sidewalls. Um, he really wanted the color in the room to come from the lighting. And so he wanted yeah. like neutral gray, whites and black colors. And then he wanted the lighting to be very customizable. Okay. Um, but so this one didn't change a ton. Uh, and so yeah, we showed like some customized lighting. This mm-hmm. is during at the time their their album, the album that they were doing has pink and was pink and teal color yep. schemes. So we kind of included that in all of our renderings. Um, but yeah, so this space didn't end up changing a ton. And then this was the initial rendering that we did for the live room, sure. where we took one of their existing murals that mm-hmm. we had and we said like it'd be cool to do a vibe like this, kind of like greenery and foliage, real colorful. Yeah. And we just threw it on there. Um, and then Dabs Mila took a look at this and then kind of created their mural accordingly. Cool. And it was cool where throughout the process they were designing it, they were going through their own iterations of what the mural would look like. And then Josh and Debbie were giving their feedback on it. We would give our feedback on it and it would kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, but so then this was the next, like, kind of like the next revision of renderings. Like I said, the control room stayed mostly the same. We added some, you know, equipment and things that they were going to have. I think we changed up some of the angles for the walls a little bit, but it mostly stayed the same. Um, and then this is us showing a few different flooring options. Yeah. Like I said, where you can really see how the room changes between you know, kind of like a blonde light wood flooring mm-hmm. to a darker one. Like it really changes the vibe of the room and how much, yeah. you know, 
you know how bright it feels in there especially with you know you know the darker woods um it's pretty crazy how different of a room this feels like yeah this is that you know if you know and acoustically they it, it's kind of a moot point it doesn't matter it's on right but um but aesthetically but it's such, aesthetically big, it's such yeah. a difference um but yeah, so we just showed him a lot of different options for what he could potentially do. Nice. This was an earlier uh, iteration for the design. Um, I, we, I, I really like this look. I really like yeah. this spider. I always thought that this spider <laughs> down here was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then this was just one kind of iteration that they were going through. And eventually um, it became this, which is really similar to what it was, to yeah. what it is now. But it felt a little bit dark where there was kind of a lot of, a lot of black in the space. Mm -hmm. And then this is kind of what it ended up looking like. Yeah. Uh, and where this was the the final. They took the spider out. They took the spider out. <laughs> my spider. Although they replaced it with a snake, which is still cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though. That's, yeah. And that's yeah. definitely one of the, uh, not sure what the word is, but definitely the most, like, vibrant, I guess, like, studio that we've probably done. Where when I'm going through and showing people on calls, like, different examples of the renderings, like, when they see Josh's and they realize, like, what you can really do aesthetically, they're like, whoa, that's amazing. But probably not going to put, you know, a full mural or something, like, right. in their space. But I, I still, I just love the vibrance of, of his space. Yeah, <laughs> and it gives it, and it it really helps coordinate all the different disciplines of what's going yeah. on, of like what we have going on of even with like, yeah, with the, with Dabs Myla creating the art and creating mm -hmm. the pieces, but then even like with the contractors of being aware of what the room's going to look like, having right. those renderings to kind of serve as that keystone um, really helps them a lot. And so like, yeah. and understand like, you know, the importance of tucking fabric of setting the channels up right mm -hmm. so that the mural seems interact well, because there's one, two, three, four different corners. Right. Oh, where the uh, where the fabric needs to be tucked, and so I even that took a lot of coordinating, of yeah. making sure that the fabric could be stretched and pulled taut without the image getting distorted. Right. Um, and so, yeah, just so many different you know disciplines coming together and making mm -hmm. sure that it all works well together, and it came out really really cool. Yeah, and that's one that we've done like a full studio tour that lives on the YouTube channel. So like, yeah, mm -hmm. if anyone wants to check that out, like we've got that there because it's crazy how how similar the room is to the rendering. I mean, it's it's pretty dead on. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, and this is what the room ended up looking like. Where, uh, yeah, very bright. Yeah. So cool. His custom drum set's so awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's SJC made that, and it's, that's insane. One of the coolest drum sets I've probably ever seen. So sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, of the rendering, so I know, like, obviously you showed, like, three pretty different styles, but do you have, like, a favorite rendering that you've done um that's a good question the josh <laughs> done one is really cool because we yeah. added so many of his interior features yep where you can see like this plant his you know gumball machine the key the red keyboard the red little storage cabinet thing uh you know we added a lot we ended up adding a lot of those yeah and that so this one's really cool it feels like it's the most comprehensive and similar to what and like you know down to the last detail of what, yeah, it, what we ended up putting sure. in there um this one this one's definitely really special uh grand rapids first is so cool yeah i love rendering big spaces too like they look so grand yeah. especially in renderings like they look so cool and so like that live room that grant that we did with grand rapids it's 
I'm so excited for it to get built. That's awesome. Yeah. So that wraps up this episode of The Sound Project. Um, it, go ahead and comment below if you were to design your own studio, um, what would you use for your inspiration photos? Um, so go ahead and comment that below. And thank you for being a part of The Sound Project.